Hello, hello. Hey guys, it's Connie Chi here. Welcome back to another episode of Humanizing Brands. Today's episode, we're talking about using one of the most trending marketing strategies right now. It is just hot. It's a strategy that's used by global brands, and it's also a very effective way to market for startups too. On top of that, it's actually a pretty simple strategy that I think not enough brands are utilizing. So I'm wondering, have you all heard of the idea of co-branding? Well, if not, you're going to want to stay tuned because I'm going to break it all down for you right here in today's episode, and you're going to get all the juicy details on how you can co-brand your brand. So stay tuned. Okay, okay, guys, co-branding it is. Essentially, co-branding is simply a marketing arrangement that utilizes multiple brands in order to create one single product or service. Now, it's also a great way to get into the marketplace to launch new brands and even new products. So right now, you're probably wondering, first of all, is this for me? I say it's for everybody. It's always a good strategy. And you're probably, the second thing you're wondering is, what's really in it for me? Well, here it is. First of all, you get to reach new customers. When you partner with the right brand, you will have an opportunity to reach new customers that, let's say, you probably wouldn't have been able to reach alone. Now, this allows your brand the opportunity to engage with these new customers, not just potentially make a sale, but also get inspired to better your brand. I mean, who wants a better brand? I do. Number two, you get to create unique marketing campaigns. This opportunity allows you to come up with unique marketing strategies with your partner brand. Here, you can test like different marketing campaigns to see what works, kind of like an A-B testing. And what will resonate with your customers? And the other thing is cross-promoting contests on social media is also a sure way to gain eyeballs for both brands as well as increasing followers. So that was an example of a co-branding marketing campaign, right? It sounds pretty easy. The third thing is it can actually be a platform to beta test. Now, a lot of us brands, we come out with new products and services and we don't test them. So I think that the best thing is to try to test your product or service with a small batch of customers. And co-branding is the perfect opportunity in order to do that. Because on a smaller scale, before you start mass producing your products, you can actually get a gauge of the customer's interest, their feedback, how you're going to change your product or make it better. So doing this on a smaller scale is less expensive than trying to do it on a larger scale, say with like thousands of customers. Unless if you have the budget, then hey, I'm not stopping you there. Number four, it cuts down your marketing costs. Look, if your brand goes at it alone, let's be honest, the marketing costs can get real hefty real quick. And if you happen to be a startup, you know, every dollar counts as a startup. I'm sure many of you can agree with me on this. So when it comes to marketing, this is actually one strategy, the co-branding strategy, that is a great way to cut cost or share cost with another partner brand. Number five, we touched on it a little bit earlier, which is cross-promotion. Today, we all have social media. 
And when two or more brands get together, it's way easier to spread the word through multiple channels. And it's much quicker and it increases the chances of creating viral content, right? So like as brands, we all hope and pray that we get to create these viral opportunities, viral content in order to reach the masses. Now we talked about the benefits, but how do you exactly go about finding the right co-branding partner? right? There's so many brands out there. Where do you start? Who do you look for? Who do you talk to? Well, first of all, you need to be clear on your own values. It's important that you're clear on what your brands stand for because you want to make sure that your values align with your partner's brand as well. If they don't, then the partnership won't necessarily work. And brand values are simply what your brand believes in. And that usually comes from the founder or the CEO or maybe even the executive team of your brand. So get clear on your values. I mean, think about this. It's kind of like dating, right? If let's say you are a animal lover and the other person that you think is kind of cute or you want to be with or date they hate animals. That is a misalignment of values. So you want to make sure values are aligned. Number two, authenticity with your partner brand. Be clear with your partner as to what you're looking to gain in the partnership. Is it sales? Is it profit sharing? Or maybe it's something else. But whatever it is, make sure that it's spoken about early on before you launch a campaign together, because that would create some confusion if both of you guys don't have that conversation. The third thing is look within your industry. Okay, this sounds easy, but it's actually a little bit tricky. You want to find brands that are within your space, but making sure that these products or services don't compete with yours. I'm going to repeat it again, guys. Make sure you're finding a partner whose products or services don't compete with yours because you want to make sure that when you create these co-branding opportunities, that both sides benefit from it. If you guys have the same product, the same type of product, and you do a co-branding partnership, what ends up happening is customers are kind of like, okay, where do I go? Where do I look? Where where do I buy? What you know? It becomes this constant um, competition, if you will, for the customer's attention. So you want to look within your industry. So for example, if you're in the healthcare industry, right, or the health and wellness industry, and you can pair like, for example, a yoga teacher services with a yoga mat brand, right? If you're in the food and beverage industry, maybe you want to pair your food, your um, drinks with a food product, right? So these are complementary partnerships that you want to create. But if you're a drink company, let's say you are in the soda space, right? And you partner up with someone else who is probably also in the soda space, that's not going to work because you're going to both be competing for your customer's attention. So soda and soda doesn't work. Soda and tea, maybe, but it doesn't really quite work well with the palate for the customer, right? Okay. I'm going on tangent. All right. Number four, dare to be bold. Sometimes you can even look outside of your brand for co-branding opportunities. And the most important part is that you need to figure out how both products will complement each other. 
It has to make sense or there's no reason to create co-branding partnerships. The final one, number five, be honest about money. When you create co-branding opportunities, be courageous and have the uncomfortable conversation about money. Look, at the end of the day, you're creating these businesses, these brands, and you're obviously hoping to make some sort of revenue. So let's be honest with each other when it comes to co-branding and letting our partners know what we expect early on, whether it's a percentage of sales, whether it's shared costs, whether it's a split, whatever you guys decide and you're comfortable with, you want to make sure that you guys talk about this first. And it also allows both sides to really know what to expect when it comes to what they need to put out for costs as well. All right, guys. So that's it for today's episode. It's co-branding and the hottest marketing strategy right now. I would love to hear your comments. So tweet me your thoughts or you can drop me your question. This is my Twitter handle at Connie, C-O-N-N-I-E underscore C-H-I underscore. Thank you so much again for tuning into today's episode, which is sponsored by the Chi Group, an award-winning marketing and branding agency, Humanizing Brands. They take brands and turn them into lifestyle brands. And what's really cool about them is that they work with brands to create really unique experiences and marketing strategies that are outside the box. So make sure you check them out at thechigroup.co. I'll spell it out for you. T-H-E-C-H-I-G-R-O-U-P dot C-O. Or you can follow them on social media at thechigroup. And that's it, guys. Bye for now. And I'll see you in the next episode. If you guys have found this episode helpful, would love to hear your comments. Um, Make sure to drop me a review so I know this stuff is helping you guys. All right. I would so greatly appreciate you all. Thank you so much and have a great week.